Empty! Yeah. Hello there, podcast land. My name is Billy. And my name is Christy. And you are listening to the Front Porch Sessions podcast. We are so glad you are here, wherever you may be, however you may be listening. We truly appreciate you spending part of your day or night or the in-between with us. And wherever you may be listening, if you go ahead and hit that subscribe button, you'll know when all the episodes are released. You don't have to go looking for them. And if you're so inclined to give us five stars and rate us, review us, we'd be happy about that because we love you five stars and would appreciate it if you loved us five stars back. While you're doing that, go ahead and check us out on Instagram. We are the Front Porch Sessions podcast there. You can check us out on our feed and our stories. Definitely want to have you participate in any of those kind of crazy questions that we ask over the course of time. So please make sure to check us out on Instagram at the Front Porch Sessions podcast. Yes. So it's kind of uh, along that lines. Uh, we've gotten a number of different avenues of feedback over the past week or so, which have been wonderful. Uh, we t- truly love uh, when we hear from those of you that listen, uh, whether it's a response, uh, it's an Instagram story, it's a direct message, an email, a text, a video. Um, some of those are absolutely hilarious. Yeah. And sometimes when we get them, I'm like, oh, I didn't realize that you listened to this. So maybe we need to be a little bit nicer when we talk about you. Oh, my goodness. I'm just kidding. We don't talk bad about people here. But uh, we did get a couple of videos uh, the past week or so that were absolutely hilarious. I told you one of them we weren't going to talk about. But I, too, in response to what are some strange things that you do alone? Uh, mm. Some people had listened to that and, yes. and sent us a few things or videos and explaining. I'm just going to say I, too, have written entire presentations or talks by myself in the shower talking to myself. Yes, I more often hear you singing, but I think I have heard you talking from time to time. Um, The unfortunate part is where our shower is located in proximity to my vanity where I get ready every day. Sometimes I hear you talking. I can't quite make out what you're saying. And so I hop up, I go see, oh, you're not talking to me. (laughs) I did not know you did that. Yeah, it's happened a few times and will likely happen a few more. Probably. Most of the time, that's uh, when I do that. It's late at night and I'm walking around in circles in the basement. Oh, so not in the shower or do you have a big shower in the basement (laughs) that I don't know about? No, not in the shower. But there are times that I've written those things in the shower. Yeah. It's good to rehearse it because then you don't actually have to write it down and then you just, you know, boom, you go with the flow there. There is something very intimate about a shower, especially ours. (laughs) It's not a bathtub. It's truly just a a walk-in or an insert. I don't know know what they're called, but it's small enough that you sort of feel secure. Um, I've definitely caught our daughter singing in there before. Um, And I imagine the closer we get to the musical, we'll probably hear more of that, probably some lines being run, et cetera. Yes. um, Looking forward to the musical when it comes around. (laughs) So Are I can't you? wait. Yeah, I think it's going to be a good time. We'll okay. uh, we'll report on that when we get closer to the may the chaos the chaos. Uh, I don't know what words I was trying to combine there, but it doesn't work. I don't either. But um, wait, should you explain why I challenged you on that question? Why you like? Are you really looking forward to it? Yes, I'm looking forward to it when the time comes. Mm. When the time comes is a key word. Okay, just because that's uh, they're consumed by that, and that's all we hear. Yeah. So it's okay. Then why are you challenging me about that? Because you really, you have said a couple of times, this can't get here soon enough. So, because <laughs> you're already tired of the music and maybe only musical all the time. So, I yes, just was asking. That happens with a lot of things. Mm. They just tend to take over. And, and you know, that's kind of like uh, songs on the radio. Mm. They're played so much. It's a good song. People enjoy it. But they're forced on you so much, people turn around and start hating them. Pink Floyd. The Wall. Pink Floyd, The Wall is a favorite of mine now. Now. Yes. You know, it, well, I won't get off into another tangent. No, because we've already talked about that on here, but it does, it goes to your point that you can overdo something. So, yeah, you've uh, you've expressed a couple of times like, oh, okay, we're done with that for now. As far as like they're singing constantly and practicing choreography and like we basically have made the rule no singing at the table because we need at least a little bit of a break and and that seems like an easy time to kind of set aside and say okay we're not doing that here now please right and I encourage them at other times to go do it yeah go practice Uh, it's just certain times that uh, they shouldn't 
We also, I just happened to be around when you were watching a video from your sister-in-law mm-hmm. where apparently this is the first time that she's realized or completely <laughs> realized how much younger she is than us. Yes. Your brother is significantly younger than you, and I believe she's several years younger than him. Yeah. So I don't really know what to, to make of that. Uh, either <laughs> we uh, look really good for our age, we stay in shape, we're, we're hip, to the modern lingo and culture. If you said we're so hip, people then that's not true. think that we're a lot younger than we are, which some people do because for our age, our kids are younger than some other people's. Sure. Uh, so it's that. Or, uh, or it could just be that uh, we are so immature mm. that she would have never thought we were that much older. Well, you are pretty bad about saying we when you actually mean... I think this time I mean we. Oh, okay. Well, she did not elaborate. She did not give an explanation as to why that was such a startling fact for her. But yes, it was a a little bit of a wake-up call for her. Like, she intellectually knew it, but it hadn't occurred to her until the last episode that we were so significantly different in our age. Right. Now, there is also a third option. Okay. She could be an old lady in a young person's body. Oh, so she's so it's mature not. It may enough? not be us. Well, um, yes, we'll go with mature enough. Okay. That's not necessarily the word I was thinking. Oh, okay. But okay. She could be a, a little old lady in a, a young person's body. I truly fear that it's that we slash you are so immature on a certain level that she just sort of forgets that you are an old man. It's probably a combination of the three. Oh, okay. I am perfectly mature for my age. <laughs> I keep waiting. We should have a discussion sometime, and we may do it now. Let's see how this goes. I keep waiting for the day that I actually feel my age. Mm. So when I was younger, I would thought, and by younger, I mean significantly younger, mm-hmm. you know. Like a kid. Uh, maybe teenager, late teenager type thing. Okay. And then you get into your early 20s, yeah. and you think, oh, when I hit 30, I will feel old. And you hear people freak out about turning 30 or turning 40, and I didn't care. Yeah. It's not a big deal to me. Yeah, um, It doesn't bother me that I'm getting a little bit more gray in my hair mm-hmm. because it makes me look good. But anyway, that's a side mm. story for another day. I kept I keep waiting to fill my age because when I was younger, again, uh, you know, teenager, late teen, early 30, I thought once you get to a certain age, you feel like an adult, you feel responsible, you feel mature. But I don't feel any different. Mm. You don't feel your age? Not really. Okay. Uh, you know, occasionally there are a little bit more um, body aches here mm-hmm. and there, or you do something and mm-hmm. it takes a little bit longer to recover, but I don't even feel that much of it. Now, yeah. there was something a couple of weeks ago, I don't think I told you this, I was getting out, uh, getting something out of the oven, mm-hmm. and I, so I had to squat down to do that when I stood back up. For some reason, I had... Uh, pain in my knee for a while oh, okay. like I twisted it or something okay. but, you know that kind of thing is yeah. weird or sometimes you're like oh I slept wrong yeah uh, but that would happen when I was younger so yeah physically I don't quite feel it mentally I don't know that I feel yeah. it at what point am I going to feel like an irresponsible adult I don't know am I do you not feel that way I do most of the time I feel um like I don't feel like I'm about to turn 45 I the times that I feel it, I, I can tell you exactly when it is. Um, if I sit down on the floor for any amount of time, uh, there, from time to time, and I don't, I don't really know why, I don't know uh, what the trigger is, but I will end up sore. Like my lower back will be sore, like almost want to put me on my back for a couple of days. So just sitting on the floor. Yeah, I think okay. it's. I it, it probably is worse on hardwood, but I remember wrapping presents. And sitting on the floor and doing that. And I thought, this is going to be a problem. Okay. I don't know why. It may just be I'm out of line or something like that. I don't know. But I definitely feel it then. And it seems like my flexibility is less than at my age. Well, that's what I was just about to maybe suggest. The sitting on the floor thing. I wonder if that's related to flexibility. Because wrapping presents this past Christmas, you know, I did it on the floor too. Uh, and sometimes it just felt a little awkward mm-hmm. the way that I was sitting to where before mm-hmm. uh, it ne- it wouldn't feel that way. I didn't necessarily take into account that's age type thing. Just haven't been regularly exercising mm. uh, for several months. It's kind of where I took it. So obviously I'm going to be tighter and, and those type of things. But sure. Yeah, there was a, I don't know, several months ago and I 
don't know if we ever pinpointed a reason for it. I had major back pain for, yeah. you know, two or three days. Yeah. And that, I mean, that may be a sign of age or uh, maybe I used it in a way that I hadn't been. It would make sense if it was recently with all the snow shoveling, sure. but I haven't had any problems with that. But I still keep waiting. When am I going to feel my age? Yeah. When, as far, and it may not be necessarily a physical thing, but like a maturity thing, or when do I feel like I'm in my 40s or in my 50s or whatever? So if you're out there listening, and uh, we do know that some of you are around our age, some of you are younger, some of you are older than we are. Mm-hmm. And uh, do you feel your age? And at what point do you think that you're going to feel responsible? Yeah. And it may be that we have young kids and that we're around college students uh, pretty much all the time. They keep us young. So it keeps us young. So we, we're alert and that and we we don't feel our age. And, you know, I still think about some things that I'm like, oh, yeah, we'll go do this. And like, you know, you're not 20 anymore. Right. You're not 18. That would be funny for an 18-year-old. It's hilarious when you're 45 and you do it. Mm-hmm. But only if we record it. Yes. Well, it's still hilarious, but it's not as hilarious. Sure. Because we're not able to share it with the world. So, well, I was telling the kids the other day that my hope is that we can go whitewater rafting or tubing or something like that before you and I get too old. Um, And I don't know what that is, what that means, but it's something that I have a really strong memory of doing as a teen early teen with my church youth group and I loved it and I don't think I've ever done it again and I just think that would be such a cool thing to do with the kids before we can't right I'm pretty sure though that your grandparents did that yeah after we started dating yeah so they would have been in their 70s maybe at that point yeah they went to Alaska and maybe you're never too old for it you just think you're too old so once you're you think that you're young Mm -hmm. you are young yeah thank you for joining in to the front porch (laughs) self-help portion of the podcast okay I I don't know in my head I had something better and it just didn't come out I understand we're here to help people Mm. so maybe it's a mindset but you know what let's uh yeah we're, there's some other things we got to work through first, and we're looking at maybe in taking some of our friends or not or going along as a group being <laughs> be better. That comes across like we're going to pay for it, and nobody <laughs> thinks we're going to do that. Oh, no, but we are <laughs> looking at doing a couple of different things and having other families go that we're friends with, that our kids are friends with, just to make a grand adventure of it. So once we have that set in place, mm. maybe we need to start preparing for it. Like as in doing stretches and stuff? In, in certain exercises. Okay. You know, you don't just wake up one day and like, hey, I'm going to go run a marathon sure. or I'm going to go run a 5K. Yeah. You start yeah. preparing for it in advance. Kind of yeah. like they have the Couch to 5K program. Sure, sure. We'll have a Couch to Whitewater Rafting program. Okay. In certain exercises we have to do. So. Well, you work on that program. and we'll... I will... Uh, I'll get on to that. Well, I really kind of want to get on the other side of this COVID stuff so we can actually do some of those things that we planned. Um, Like we've never taken our kids to an amusement park, like a a big one to go and do roller coasters. And I'm afraid that you and I both are now too old for that. That one we do need to do before we get much older. And uh, yeah, that was one of the other things we've talked about going with a group of our friends. Yeah. that are, we're friends with, the kids are friends with, to make it an adventure. Mm-hmm. We even looked at, is there a way to combine some of these things? Sure. But before kids, when we were in our early 30s, mm-hmm. we did that, and we're like, I'm, we're done. Yeah. You know, it, it's fine. The roller coasters are fine, and it could have been the park that we were at. There were a couple of them that they were a little bit older, so the seats were small, and you get banged <laughs> around, and you get off, and you just like feel like you hurt yourself. Uh, so I think that may have some to do with it as well but. maybe but i you know what the yeah. female brain just heard no that i'm fat <laughs> i did not say that i'm talking about myself having to squeeze into some of those seats <laughs> that were difficult you know how it is it's an old roller coaster and then it doesn't help when we eat like fried chicken and stuff and then like hey let's go get on this roller coaster i do genuinely think that it could have been exasperated by the the food because we did eat something um and, yeah. and again we just aren't built for that anymore but I, I loved roller coasters as I a don't teenager think the last one we did we ate fried chicken but we did that in our 20s because we were at an event uh-huh. at a, an amusement park uh-huh. and that was the meal they fed you oh okay uh, I don't remember what we ate at the last one we went to but I do remember we're doing that there are some of the older roller coasters which were smaller I also remember shortly after lunch we did something that was inside 
and basically it just swung you around in circles <laughs> in the dark yes. and all this crazy stuff. Yeah. Uh, that may have not been the best choice for yeah. right after lunch. I have hot dogs in my head. I don't know if that's right. I was thinking chili dogs. Oh, but... then maybe it is right. <laughs> so don't, don't eat fried chicken or yep. chili dogs and then go hop on these circle spin event yeah. riders and so there's a huge coasters. possibility we figured out what's going on maybe it's not our age maybe it's our stomachs maybe it's two things maybe we need to avoid the older roller co- older roller coasters okay. that are going to be you know built much smaller where you get banged around and you you hurt yourself <laughs> and um other things <laughs> and stick to the ones that are bigger but you know we've been on the ones before of course this has been quite a while where they strap you in and then like the seat falls away yeah or you're just on, on this little bitty plank. It's not <laughs> like you're actually sitting, so you're dangling there. Uh-huh. And those were fine. So okay, maybe the more modern ones are okay. But yeah, it would be nice to get on the other side of these things so we can make plans and not always have to worry about we may get to do that or we may have to back out of it. Yeah. So yeah, one day we'll get there eventually. Yeah. So uh, word on the street is that Christie's questions or Christie's question is here. Yes, actually, it is two. Oh. They're kind of um, two yeah. sides to the same coin, maybe. I don't know. But um, there are two questions for you. They are what's the first thing you do in the morning and the last thing you do at night? So, two questions. All right. First thing I do in the morning mm-hmm. is probably breathe. And the ah. last thing I do at night is probably breathe. You um, don't do that during. I don't do that during the day. Mm. Uh, first thing in the morning. Do you want the honest answer? I do want the honest answer because I'm pretty sure I know what it is. I open my eyes. <laughs> and the last thing is I close my eyes. Thank you for coming. Mm. That's the truth. Um, I don't know. It's not consistent. Okay. And I I know what you're thinking. Uh-huh. And I've gotten away from that the past Good. several weeks. It used to be the first thing I did every morning was check uh, my email yeah. before I got out of bed. I probably checked the time. Okay. <laughs> when I when I'm getting up to see how okay. so I can plan how much time do I have to get ready before I have to get the kids out to school or stuff. Can I hit snooze stuff. one more time? <laughs> yes. There's probably that. That may be the first thing I do in the morning. Sit <laughs> snooze at least once. Uh, I the past several days or weeks I have not checked my email first Good. thing in the morning. Uh, the first the past several days I haven't checked it at all before I got to work. Good. To the office. Have you noticed it makes um, a difference? Not really. Ah. Uh. I think I'm not getting as many emails. As I had been. Okay. Uh, and I like to check it first thing in the morning so I know what's ahead of the day and to be prepared for things. But sometimes you get these emails and it just makes you mad. Yeah. That I've got to deal with that or somebody is screwed up or, you know, whatever the case may be. So that could be uh, detrimental. But I do like to know in advance before I get to the office what's going on, what I've got to deal with if something has come in through that. So do you and feel it, weird not checking then? Um, it just kind of depends. Cause the other day I thought about it, I got to the office and like, Oh, I didn't even check my email before I left the house mm. and I have to check it on my phone too, because there are other accounts that are just oh. on my phone, but okay. I log into the office computer, pull up my email and there were three things there and it was junk. And I'm like, see, that wasn't a big deal. There wasn't <laughs> anything, but I'm also not getting as much work related email right now. It used to be, too, the last thing I did before I went to bed was check my email. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I am doing better at that. And past several weeks, again, I haven't done that. There's been a couple of times that I've noticed that, oh, the last time I checked my email was 6 o'clock the night before. Good for you. And it's, you know, the next day when I'm like, oh, no wonder I didn't know about that because I didn't check it. And But you're not feeling any positive results from that. Not really. Oh, that's too bad. I'm not feeling either way right now. I think um, some of it may have to do too. Maybe I'll take my work email off of my phone Mm. because the other emails that I get there are not, you know, some of them are personal in nature, just people sending me things or communicating that way. Um, Ads, companies, you know, the communications, more uh, electronic bills coming instead of through the mail. So some of that is probably not going to upset me or bother me. So I'll just read it. Or if I want to, a lot of those I just delete. Mm -hmm. So maybe if I take that off, I'll go back to checking it early in the morning and late at night or periodically, whatever, just to see because there are sometimes like, oh, you get a good reminder. You need to pay this bill. Yeah. Or, 
hey, we're having this great sale. I'm like, wow, I needed that. You guys must be listening to me, so you're emailing me. See um, previous episodes for more content yes, in this area. Yes, but um, outside of that, I really don't know that the past week or so has been consistent about something, I, the first thing I do or the last thing I do. Okay. Since I've kind of eliminated that. Okay. What about you? Um, you seem disappointed in that those are my answers. but No, I'm not disappointed that those are your answers, but I am disappointed that you're not really feeling the the positive result of not checking your email because I think you know I quit doing that. Um, it I don't even know. It's been several months that I decided I'm not going to check my email before I go to work. And then uh, just a few months ago, like more, much more recent, so maybe three months ago, I made a decision I was going to quit checking my email like after seven or eight at night or some, maybe even earlier than that because what I found was that I – it doesn't matter what kind of email it is. If it's just did you get this particular piece of homework even, I do find myself feeling some sort of innate pressure that I've got to answer that email right away, which is going to then send me down a trail of, okay, I got to get into our uh, learning management system. I've got to make sure that I've got the right information. And then if it doesn't really go the way that student wants it to go, then I've got to work through that. So my brain is, is already 10 steps beyond. And so me cutting that out has actually made a huge difference for my uh, evening and my morning routine. I'm not already worked up before I go to work or as right, I'm I can to get lay that. Down. I kind of uh, typically by six, I will quit responding. Yeah. To student emails, if it's an emergency or something that, oh yeah, I can help you with. Because there were a couple, a few weeks ago, I had a couple of emails like on a Sunday afternoon about the next day's test. So I did get in there and answered those questions because I felt okay, you kind of need to know that before sure. I get to work in the morning, even though your test is in the afternoon. Uh, but sometimes I'll even read the email from the students, like, I don't need to respond to that till tomorrow. So I've done a pretty good job at that. And I've also told my students, um, definitely this semester, probably last semester, that I'm taking control uh, back of my life. Mm. So if you email me after business hours, after five, the odds of me responding that day go down greatly. Mm -hmm. I, may not, I may not even read it. Uh, so they're they're aware of that, and they'll still email me. Mm -hmm. And I've told them, you know, if I get it, and it's something I can respond to right then, I I will. But I don't feel any pressure to do that. So, yeah, I don't know. There may come a time that it's I feel a positive impact from it, but right now, it's neutral for mm -hmm. me. Again, I and it may have to do with our personalities. When I get up in the morning, I want to know what is ahead in the day. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sometimes we're getting emails. I've gotten emails uh, that are important at 530 in the morning mm. from somebody that, okay, that, so I can go ahead and start thinking about those because I don't like surprises. Yeah. Um, it is, it's also, I think we talked about it briefly on a previous episode. I know you're aware of it and some of our, our other listeners are part of our production team are aware of this. It's kind of like I tried to listen to a Spotify suggested, not a sponsor, uh, station. Yeah, it was about a it was a relaxation station. Oh, yeah. And it made me tense. Yeah. Where other people might listen to that and it actually work. Uh, so yeah. it could be the opposite here for me that if I don't check it, it makes me feel worse than if I do check it. Hmm. I think so my lose lose. Well, yeah, I just think what I'm thinking of, and of course it may just be different since you're not getting as much email, but um, I kind of think about those times that you get bad news and it just taints your morning. So that's kind of what I've got in my head. But I, for me, it's been kind of part of that year of discovery with being intentional. Right. So I've stopped doing that. But first thing I do in the morning typically is I do uh, look at my phone to make sure I've got the right time. Um, I do have notifications set on there. And so if there's something really important, like somebody texted me during the night, then I can see that and know if I've got right. to deal with something immediately. But then I get up and usually my bladder is full. So I got to make <laughs> yeah, my right. way over there. Start getting ready. Yes. Um, but as far as last thing at night, I, I don't know. I probably last thing I do at night, I don't know. I need to pay better attention. I know the, the uh, couple of days it's been text me. Oh. Which was, there's some the other day and I didn't even tell you this it's not a big deal but you're like okay I can't stay awake I'm I'm going to bed mm -hmm. so you go upstairs you start getting ready and I presume that you're 
you're in bed. I've gone downstairs. I've got this new or to me interface that works with my phone. So I've hooked up my guitar to it instead oh, of having to set to up know. other things. And I get into the program and I start playing and then I start getting all these tags from you. So, I mean, they were important. But so I think you text me when you go to bed. You read when you go to bed. I do read, but so. I don't know if it's the very last thing. I was trying to think of the oh. very, very last thing. So, yeah, um, I do read. And usually that helps me go to sleep. Um, and usually if I text you, it's because it's something that, odor oh, God, I've thought of this and I need to I need to get it out of my brain. Which So to be, help you sleep. Yes. yes. Um, yeah. Reading doesn't really help me sleep. Yeah. It's got to be a really boring book or boring <laughs> section because when I start reading at night, I get so excited about what's happening. Mm -hmm. I will read and read and read and not sleep. Yeah, I've Callie is the same way. Several finished several books that way, so yeah. I have to rein that one in. Yeah, I've I've literally given her a couple of quote unquote boring books and said, "This is what you read at night." <laughs> I need to find some of those. Yeah, because she just yeah. she gets real excited about it too, so she'll just keep reading, and an hour later she'll come out. I'm Trouble going to sleep. Well, uh -huh. we know why. What are you reading? We know yep. why. Yep. Uh, well, let's shift gears very quickly uh, for a second to something else. Let's go ahead and give a warning to some of our listeners. We do have a snake story. Oh, boy. So uh, it only lasts a couple of minutes. So if you want to, you know, hit that fast forward button, no skin off of our back. Or uh, if you want to speed it up because you still want to know, this one is not that bad. Okay. This is not like a snake in the toilet. But it's a snake story, so it's still bad in its own well, right. A family was caught by surprise when they discovered a 16-foot, 300-pound python outside their home in Florida. Okay, they're, they're outside. I've, this is a different article than what I saw earlier. But the python, the python, the Burmese python, was found on the family residence. So it's, it's on their property, right. but it's not in the house. Okay. A couple of years ago, we found a show on... Mm. One of those channels yeah. that was about hunting pythons. I don't remember what it was called, but they're an invasive species down in Florida. Uh -huh. There is some debate about how this happened. Mm -hmm. uh, we One of the theories was that they were in a lab mm -hmm. and the hurricane came through, destroyed mm -hmm. the lab, releasing these pythons. So they hunt them. Uh, but this guy said he drove past it and said, that's a big snake. <laughs> I had my mother with me, and she said, well, get out and get it. What? I said, you get out and get it. <laughs> that joker catches me. You can't help me. Uh, Burmese pythons are one of the largest species of snakes in the world, usually found in Southeast Asia, but are an invasive species elsewhere, including the Florida Everglades. Uh, it's believed Burmese pythons became an invasive species in the area as a result of escaped or released pets. That was the other mm -hmm. uh, theory we saw is that people had purchased these and had them as pets, and then they kept growing Why? larger and larger, and they're like, I can't take care of them, so they just released them. I don't understand. Why? Uh, Why? Why? What's the, what's the appeal to having a snake as a pet? At least one that big. You should never have a pet that can take you. Okay, that's my <laughs> motto. That's, I'm sticking to it. That's one okay. of many. Uh, so after spotting the snake, um, the guy asked his son and his cousin to help trap the animal. Uh, they tried to catch it, but it found its way into a culvert. Uh, it found attempted to strike way. them as they cornered it. I didn't, was ah. not aware of that. Um, eventually, though, the trio was, they managed to get a hold of the snake and shot it which is when they realized how big it was. Uh, they had a couple of kids lay down next to it at this point. It's already dead. I understand, but uh, still. Until like, they could get a life? tape measure. Pet cemetery. And it uh, <laughs> it ended up being over 16 feet. No. I'm trying to find no. um, where the actual measurement is in here. Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission said the snake measured 18 feet and 9 inches in length. Nope. Nope. Um, oh, no, that was the previous. That's not this snake. That oh. was the largest they, that had been caught. So they mix up the article. So this one's about 16 or just over 16 feet. Nope. Um, it had what I remember is 100 eggs inside. So it would have been laying 100 eggs. So it's kind nope. of good that they caught it. So. 100 eggs? Yeah. That That's a lot of baby snakes. It is. That grow but... into mama snakes and daddy snakes. Right. And mm. I, I mean, I... I don't know that I necessarily want to live in an area where you drive by and like, hey, that's a big snake. Get out and get it. <laughs> I could I could really see that. We're driving and my mom, and I'm like, hey, that's a big snake. She's like, get out and get it. Really? Yeah, because she's not getting out of the car if it's at their house. And 
I would probably be like, you get out and get it. But then I'd get out and try to get it. Because so. you're crazy like that. Well, and you know, I love my mama, so I got to protect her. Oh, my word. But that's that's funny. It's, it's, it's over 16 feet, 300 pounds. Nope. 100 eggs inside it. Nope. So, well, nope. I've got another story for you. Please not be a it's snake It's not story. a snake. And you know what is really weird hmm. is as I'm trying to pull up these articles... I didn't print them out this time, so they're on my phone. Uh I get a notification that you have posted a story for the first time in a long time, and you've been sitting here in front of me, and you haven't done anything. Interesting. Yeah, I think there's some kind of weird delay. All right, so here's another animal story. Okay. This is an Australian story. It looks like in Queensland, and I read about this earlier in the week as well. A fisherman went missing. Oh, my. And they had believe that he had been eaten by a crocodile come on and i in looking at this i've seen some updated stories that oh this may be the updated stories to where they do actually believe that's what happened Mm. a four meter crocodile believed to uh, be behind a fatal attack on a missing fisherman in north queensland has been captured captured and killed after human remains were found Mm. Um, so the man went fishing uh, the man was due back about an hour later, but failed to return. Couldn't be contacted by radio. Mm-mm. His boat was found on Friday morning, damaged and upside down. And, uh, I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce this Creek on the Southwestern side of, uh, this particular Island. The damage to the boat indicated that it was highly likely a crocodile was involved. Said the department of environment <laughs> and science. Likely. Okay. Human remains were found in the area. Uh, on that Friday night, and they conf- the police had confirmed in that statement, and they believe uh, the remains are those of the missing man. They'll have to have forensic testing to confirm that. Though. <sighs> so initially, when I saw this article earlier in the week, it was it's highly likely this person mm-hmm. was eaten by a crocodile while he was out fishing. The updated stories, they have found some human remains. There are uh, things on the boat, markings that are consistent with a crocodile attack. So oh, they are thinking fabulous. that it is true. So they're going to have to do some forensic testing to actually determine that. So, so now it's shark, great big snake, and crocodiles for me. I looked it up because I was just curious how long four meters were. Okay. It is 13 feet, just over 13 feet. So, so this is a, a big mamma jamma. Yeah. Whoa. That is, that is pretty big. Yeah. And there's a difference between alligators and crocodiles. Yes. It's and I don't really, it has to do with the snout, snout. Yeah. the shape of it. I almost it, said beak, by the way. Outside of that, do you know what the difference is? No, no. Okay. Uh, there is a difference. And for some reason, I at some point did know that. I don't know why. I and I know we eat important. alligator meat. I don't think I've ever eaten crocodile meat. So really, so difference we need to be careful because there's a huge possibility that if we're ever around alligators... They might know that we eat their tall meat and come back and get us. Yes. It's good. Our kids love it too. Yeah, yeah. Fried alligator. I, um, have you ever been chased by an alligator or a crocodile? No. no. Me neither. Have you ever been but to one of those like alligator rodeos? I or have not. Have, have you, you seen one of the farms or anything? Uh, I think I've seen them on TV. Oh, okay. But okay. Have you? I've seen them. I've okay. never been to one because they're all over certain parts of Florida. And right. There was a point that uh, with traveling with family that I would have we would have driven by them, and I remember that and thinking, nope. No, not interested, and okay. still feel the same. And I think there's some air airboat tours down I in New like Orleans do that. that do some of that that Which we didn't weird. do the, when we were there the one time. And we've talked about if we ever get to go back, yeah. we will do that. And I think one of them goes to an alligator farm. Or and I'm not really interested that in that aspect of it, but I would love to do an airboat tour just out in the swamp. And yeah. See. So well, you know, you're probably going to be some gators out there. Probably, yeah. I think there's a lot of those sort of things that if we look back over time, we've been to some pretty cool places, but we didn't do certain things. Well, yeah, because that's not what we were there for. We didn't have time or we didn't even know about them at that point. True. Be interested. True. But I think that uh, at where, where we are in our lives now, I think that we would probably be a little bit more mindful of, okay, we need to, we're going to spend a little bit more money. We're going right. to, we're going to truly invest in this adventure because really when we went to New Orleans, that's been 14 years ago. 
I don't uh, know. It's closer to 15, I think. Yeah. And but I was also there for a work conference, so we didn't have a lot of time to do I know that. all the extras. But I'm just saying that there is, there's sort of a sense of, now I recognize, we probably thought, oh, we'll come back to New Orleans. This was so great. We'll do this again. And here we are 15 years out. And there's no... And we've never been back. No. And there's right. no in, no planned trip. And I, I'm not saying that to be to be mean or anything. It's just that... When we have those opportunities, we probably should be more intentional about well, how we spend them. And now yes, that that's your new word, well, you can be intentional about it's it. It's just true. So. There's there's certain things that uh, we sometimes let other factors determine, oh, we are not going to do that because, well, we don't want to spend that extra money. And trust me, we do watch our money pretty closely, and there, there shouldn't be kind of a throw that away idea. But if we're in the opportunity to do the maybe once in a lifetime things, maybe we should take advantage of them. <laughs> I will also uh, remind you of this, which you may or may not remember. Uh, a previous version of myself uh, worked for an environmental engineering firm mm -hmm. and would have to take water samples I on occasion. Uh -huh. And uh, there was this occasion the boss said, hey, we need to go do this. And he took like three or four of us out there mm -hmm. to where they were I, I don't know all the details because it's before I got there, but uh, it was a golf course, major golf trail. And we go out there on the boat, and he's telling me how to do the, the water samples. I don't remember if he's doing them or not. Mm -hmm. uh, but, some I mean, somebody's got to do all the reports and, and keep up with all the things. So it's uh, basically a giant boat. I'm laying flat on it, and I'm dropping this tube down uh, and you know, trying to get water samples. So we got to pull it up, test it and all this stuff. It's not until after I've done a bunch of these. And I think we may have actually been done mm -hmm. and uh, getting ready to, to head back to load back up the boat. And he's like, oh, yeah, I probably should have told you. Uh, you need to be careful of the alligators in the water. Mm. Uh, what? He's like, oh, yeah, they're they're all over the place out here. Uh, sometimes people playing golf, they have to wait because the alligators come up on the course. I'm like. You couldn't have told me that before, so... Maybe that was intentional. Maybe he it, needed you to do what you did. Maybe, and maybe that's the reason that he wasn't the one laying maybe. face first into the water. Mm. I mean, I was like six inches away from the water with my face <laughs> trying to pull these things up and my hands dangling in that there. That would have turned so. into quite a story had you actually come eyeball to eyeball with an that, alligator. Yeah, it would have been. And he also proceeded to tell me that... Um, his dad owned a, a diff, owned a company, and I don't remember what the company did, but they had helped do some of the excavation and uh, development of where we first lived, our first house. Yes. And it, there was a little lake behind it. I don't know if I've, I assume it was actually a real lake, not a man-made one, because mm. he said, "As they yeah, when they started that development, uh, they pulled out like two fifteen-foot alligators <laughs> from that." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> and you know, ours property kind of backed up to it not like right to it mm -hmm. you could see it from our uh, house our backyard we never went and played in it no never would mm -mm. Um, but he's like yeah next time you uh, take some paperwork out to my dad's office look at his desk there's a picture of it and <laughs> oh sure enough a few weeks later I was out there and on his desk there's a front end loader with this 15 foot <laughs> a picture of a, the front end loader with yeah. the front um, with a 15 foot alligator on yeah. it that they pulled out and like oh and, you know, I think all these people we see going and jumping off mm. uh, the the cliff there into that little leg. I'm like, you guys are idiots. Yeah, we definitely didn't live right up at the water, but we certainly were strolling distance for an alligator if they so desired to wander our way. So, yeah, so hopefully they got them all. But, oh, yep, boy. That's the end of the uh, segment with uh, animal <laughs> stories. Just be careful. <laughs> they'll, they'll get you and never have an animal as a pet that can take you. There we go. There is our, our wisdom for today. Uh, mm. Yes, that is uh, definitely some wisdom. And although we are moving away from the animal stories, I do have something that is just as scary and detrimental from a different standpoint. Okay. It is cold. Oh, it's It is miserable. very cold. Went to work the other morning. The actual temperature was negative 17. Not the windshield. <sighs> Took out the trash earlier today. The temperature is only like negative 8. <laughs> Only. <laughs> Only. Uh, the wind chilled, negative 29. Mm. And tomorrow it's supposed to be awful. We do have a couple of days to where the high is in the negatives. Yes. Uh, the low is in the negative 20s. So um, who knows if it actually get there. It's kind of 
up and down all week with some of those things. So I'll just put this out there again. I am open to moving to a warmer climate. <laughs> well, I shared with you earlier this week that I got a phone call from my dad who is in the South and is living his life right now. He knows how bad it is here because we've sent him a couple of uh, screenshots of our weather app. And I he called me and my dad rarely just picks up the phone and calls me. And I thought, oh no, what's going on? And he was calling to tell me it was 70 degrees and sunny and a beautiful day. So I <laughs> I was genuinely shocked and yet not at all that he would call me just to rub that in because he knew how very, very cold it was here. So, And yeah. that's shocking because there's cold weather everywhere. Uh, we have some friends in Arkansas. They've been out of school yeah. because of ice, and we saw some of their uh, adventures <laughs> on the ice. They also uh, ended up in a ditch. Yeah, so we're glad everybody's okay with that, yeah. but seeing their kids in cardboard boxes sliding down their driveways in ice. Which is genius, by the way. It is, but you got to be careful on that ice. Yes. Uh, where my parents live right now, it is 30 degrees Okay. at the time of this recording. Uh, it's where we are, it's negative eight. Okay. And they so, probably they think also, 30 is like freezing and they're dying and I, well, I'm overstating it. I don't mean it that way. It's well, just it that. Is, well, yeah, depending on the other factors, it could be cold. Uh, they are under a winter war a winter storm warning though. They're uh, predicted up to have uh, about up to three inches of snow and ice. Really? Up to three inches of snow and ice up to three tenths of an inch. And that oh. is that I said it's more dangerous. I did the way it's worded in here is weird. Okay. I, I missed that. So yeah, that's that's pretty significant from them. Let's see. Uh, the area your parents live in right now is 39 degrees. Okay. Uh, they have a winter storm watch for, um, oh, yeah, it's going to be for that area as well. Okay. Um, some ice and sleet. Maybe up to a quarter inch of sleet. It doesn't say anything about snow for them. Mm -hmm. They do live a little more south, so... Do they have the warm-up that we're having this week? Because it seems like it's the very, very end of the week. We'll get up in the 30s. So will they experience something similar? Uh, yeah, it looks like they'll get up into like the the low to mid-50s later in the week. Okay. For more rain. Oh, okay. Uh, than anything. So that's going to be detrimental there. Yes. Um, but uh, where my parents live is... It's kind of like where we are. It's an up and down situation. Okay. But I'm still open to moving <laughs> to a warmer climate mm. uh, where the sun shines and I can have a year round tan. <laughs> uh, you know, it doesn't have to be like directly on the beach, but, you know, an hour, hour and a half away from the beach would be fine. So okay. I, like I don't have to work in Orange Beach. Oh, <laughs> I could work and live in Foley. Oh, okay. You know, that's close enough that I could go to the beach every weekend. So what's your radius then? 30 miles from the beach? Uh, I'm Well, I don't know. That's, let's say about an hour, okay. hour and a half. Okay. Because depending on where you are in some of those places, mm -hmm. 30 miles could be an hour and a half. Oh, you want to do it by minutes. Okay. Because of how you have to drive sure. to get there. No, that so works for me. I don't really know okay. about that. And, you know, it can be a different beach. It doesn't have to be Orange Beach. I love Hilton Head too. It does need to be a south, a southern beach. Yeah, and maybe not a lake um, beach. Like not some a people lake. Do think that? Yeah, that's that's different. If I went that, I'll just buy some lakefront property. But we are open to jobs and warmer climates. So you know, feel free to slide into our DMs with that oh and let gosh. us know. That's what the the hip kids are I saying. Know, but I feel like I it maybe know. has a really not so great meaning. I don't even know. Well, yeah, if you're trying to hit on me, don't do that because oh. it's not going to work. I'm happily married, have been for 23 years. We've been to, we are, we have just celebrated our 27th Valentine's Day together. Wow. That's a lot of them. That's a lot of Valentine's Day. So, um, what are your thoughts on Valentine's Day? I think it's evolved over time. Okay. I think that uh, young silly Christy would have thought that it was such an important day. And now I'm thinking, huh, I didn't even get you a card this year. <laughs> that's, that's what I call growth. I know. I know. And, and for me, if I can interrupt you real quick, we were at the store yesterday yeah. and I got the flowers while you were there. Yes. And like, hey, are these okay? Do you yeah. like these? And yeah, you're like, yeah. yeah, those fine. The first batch we bought, which is what I would have normally guide you, like, why don't you just go ahead and pick out what you're going to get? Because, you know, 
there's snow on the ground. There's ice. It's so cold. I'm, I said, I'm not coming back. In the past, I would have made up an excuse that we forgot something. We actually did forget something and had to go somewhere else uh, <laughs> later in the day when we were out for someone else. But normally, I would make up an excuse to go out and get that and kind of hide them and be a surprise, even though you probably know it's not a surprise. But I'm like, I'm not getting back out. And the first batch, you're like, those are too expensive. Yes. You're not getting those. Yes. So yes. the other ones were about $10 yes. less. But well, we've talked about this before. I really do love fresh flowers, so I enjoy that. Um, and there's only like two roses in that batch because I know you don't like the way ah, roses smell. I don't like the way they smell, but I love the way they look. So it's perfectly fine. As a matter of fact, I sent my mom um, purple roses for her birthday. That was just a few days ago, which, by the way, is really interesting like I've gotten in the practice where every year I send her flowers for her birthday and then I send flowers for their anniversary and her birthday is so close to Valentine's Day that I have to be really mindful of what you of what I buy what I send because if I wait too late it's gonna run me right into the Valentine's cost right not to be cheap on my mom's birthday no, but they she do jack them up oh, there. My it's word. supply and demand basically it economics. is ridiculous what'd you so put on the card I said that it was from all of us. No, did you like have them put anything? Because if you sent purple roses, which I've never heard of, did you make any tie-in to like a purple rain? No, I did not. Okay. No, but they were very lovely. They were kind of more of a lavender color. So okay. I just thought they were really pretty. So. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I do love flowers, though. And, and so for me, that works just fine. I kind of see it as just another day. And I appreciate that you try to still bring a little of the <laughs> valentine spirit i don't know I don't right know. You know, what do you think about valentine's I did give day you a, a little dollar box of candy you hearts did. or something <laughs> same thing i picked up for the kids i also picked up and i have didn't hand these out and i hand these out hand them out but they were like 99 cent uh box of Mickey Mouse uh, cards. Oh. So I'm sure there's just the little rectangle ones that say something on them. I thought about writing on those. Okay. Like just your, somebody, your name or the kid's name and my name and handing them out periodically during oh, the day. Oh, that would have been funny. We'll just, we'll do that some other time. Okay. Um, I did also see on social media the other day, and I saved this just to, for this purpose. Okay. It's important to tell everyone you think Valentine's Day is just a dumb, made-up <laughs> holiday. As opposed to all the other holidays found naturally occurring in the wild. Naturally occurring in the wild. I thought that was uh, hilarious. Yeah. I did do some looking into the history of Valentine's Day, and there was a St. Valentine, and this is ancient mm -hmm. with all this, and somehow it evolved into this romantic <laughs> Yeah, and it really thing. shouldn't be. And I didn't have time to, to go into all of it, so I'm not going to give people a history of it. They can Google stuff just as well as we can. Not a sponsor. You can use Bing, Yahoo. We don't care what search engine you use. Safari, that's a browser. But it now. involves a very violent death. Yeah, so there are things with it that I read, like, I don't quite get how that turns into this. Um, I will celebrate Valentine's Day as long as you want to celebrate Valentine's Day. Okay, so do we have so. to have a conversation? Uh, maybe. Here's here's my thing with the modern interpretation of Valentine's uh -huh. Day. I'm not going to rail against it. Uh, I do think, like several other holidays, it's become too commercialized. Sure. But here's my major problem with Valentine's Day, and you're well aware of this, and I think it's probably been the same thoughts for at least 20 years. Okay. If you need a day that is set aside to tell somebody that is important to you that you love them and to show them that you care about them, you are doing it all wrong. Hmm. I have a problem with that, that there are a lot of people that – Valentine's Day is probably the only day that they are getting flowers or they're getting chocolates or they're getting a little something to show that they're loved and appreciated. That's garbage, folks. Absolute garbage. Did you say you're not going to rail? <laughs> yeah, this is different. Oh, it's a About the idea of Valentine's oh, Day. okay. This is saying that if that's the only time you do it, uh -huh. you're, there's something wrong. Yeah, I, I, don't I know just the story. You, I don't just bring you flowers <laughs> or get you flowers on Valentine's no, Day. I do no. it somewhat regularly. Yeah, you do. Because you need, I need to do these little things, bring you little trinkets, do little things for you, tell you that I love you mm -hmm. regularly. Mm. I don't need a special day where everybody in the world is going to do it. 
Oh. That's where I'm I'm getting at. Okay. That's my problem with Valentine's Day is that there are people like, oh, I got to be romantic today or I've got to <laughs> do this because everybody else is doing it. <laughs> you know, whatever the case is, <laughs> tell, tell people that you love them. Yeah. Show them that you love them. Mm-hmm. Sometime the other 364 or 365, if it's leap year, days a year. Okay. And it's, you know, you should express it and be kind and loving every day, but, you know, somewhat regularly do other things. Wait a minute. Did you get your days wrong on that? Do we have 364 days a year and then 365 on a leap year, or is it 365 and then 366 for the leap year? No, because I said other days. Oh, so I you're understand. taking okay. out Valentine's Day. Okay, so I'm following you. My math was correct. Okay, I must have zoned out for a minute. Okay, no, I I get that because you get so used to me talking. You're <laughs> like, uh, forget it, boys. So maybe yeah, that I've heard this before. Yeah, yeah. but we talked about and you know, as long as you you want to have flowers on Valentine's Day, I will make sure to get val- uh, flowers. The best thing though for some people is the candy goes on sale the day after. Yes. On your brother's birthday. Yeah, so just uh, go and, and get your stuff then. Like, oh, man, I'm sorry, the weather. I just couldn't get out. I'll take care of it and just miraculously go on the, the day after Valentine's Day. So. Oh. But we do hope people had a nice Valentine's Day. Sure. Just, um, yeah, I got you flowers. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah, and I got you nothing. That's okay. I don't need anything. Well, yes, but I also, I hate the idea that I am not marking something that you mark. It's not a a competition. I just, it just feels very gross to me. (laughs) Right. Well, this is one of those things, and we'll have to have a broader discussion because we are nearing the end of this particular episode. Uh Uh, But at some point we will have to discuss and we'll have to get some input. So maybe we'll save this for a couple of weeks and we'll put out some feelers or put in our stories or, you know, contact people and ask that we know and ask them. So we have other feedback with Mm -hmm. this. But is it a trick when you say, oh, you don't have to get me anything? Oh. So like your birthday's rolling around, like don't get me anything or Christmas or something where there's a mutual, like, typically a mutual exchange of uh-huh. gifts. Like don't, you know, no, let's not do anything this year. Yeah. is I think that's a trap. Because <laughs> there have been times you've said that. And you have as well. And you're, you end up getting me something. So I have to make sure I have something in reserve just in case. <laughs> it's sort so. of like we have set each other up for failure in that regard. But so. there are there are a number of times where I'm like, no, let's not do that. And you've got a little something and I'm like, mm, sorry, I, I took you seriously this year. I don't think it's as often as you're playing No, just often. a couple of times. Yeah. No, but I think that's something that we could devote some time to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. Well, we need to get, you know, we're not the only ones. I've heard some other stories. I've got some other things that we need to check in with people, too. Okay. So we got a couple of people that we know that I think could provide some feedback. Okay. About a topic that we discussed this last week, too. Okay. That we don't have time to get into. This is like a teaser to keep people coming back in the future. Oh, okay. So do you have anything else about Valentine's Days, about don't own pets that can take you? And those weren't pets, but be careful out there or surviving the weather or. No, but don't be afraid. Like we have this thing. I've not noticed it as bad in this particular snow storm, I guess. Um, We had this thing that was pretty prevalent on our campus where we would see these girls that would dress up really cute and not wear coats because they wanted to be seen. And they're like, well, it's just one building apart kind of thing. And I turned in full mama mode of put on a coat. The latest warning at the day that we're recording this, it said frostbite could happen within 10 minutes of exposure. Yes. And I know wearing a coat and gloves and hat and scarf and, 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 and there have been times just in the last week where I would go to my classroom. I would like take all that stuff off. I'd get ready to teach. And it was probably a good 15 minutes into class before I realized, oh, I'm not freezing anymore. I'm not rubbing my hands together constantly. And so if I am as prepared for that weather as possible, I'm layered up and I'm doing all that stuff, you know, come on. Yeah, it takes a a few extra minutes to to get bundled up, to go outside. So you'll have to plan for that. You'll have to plan for a few extra minutes. For like us, we're going to teach so you can take all that stuff off and, and feel comfortable. But 
yeah, take, don't, no, that's just dumb. <laughs> Nobody, I really, you look presentable, but nobody's going to notice or care because I guarantee you more people are like, it's freezing outside yes. and you chose to wear that. What yeah. are you thinking? Crazy person. I made our daughter put on different socks yes. earlier or last week. Yeah. And she's, I'm like, can you go put on socks? She said, I have on socks. <laughs> Well, she had on little ankle ankle Those, socks or nose. No show. Yeah, I, I'm not sure if she had on the the no show or the ankle socks. Okay, they were different because you could see them. So oh. I knew she had on socks, but I'm like, she had a couple of inches of her skin showing. I'm like, no, <laughs> you'll get frostbite. Now we did talk about a solution. Yes, she can wear some of her snow boots yeah. or duck boots or something to make that safe. Put them in her locker, change to other yeah. shoes during the day when they're yes. not going outside. But yeah, bundle up. Don't worry about being cute is it. the point. Uh, no matter where you live, too, clear your windshield. <laughs> we saw this peeve. yesterday. Yeah. Uh, very little on the windshield clear. The uh, car window or the, what do you, what do you actually call those? The door windows? Oh. There's probably a technical name yeah, for those, but the windows uh, in the doors, they were not cleared and an even smaller part on the back window yeah. was cleared. I'm seeing, I'm seeing that. That's not safe. No. The roads Bundle aren't up. safe anyway, so why in the world would you handicap yourself? Well, and then to see people talking on their cell phone. Oh, my I've gosh. I've seen people the past week with the ice and snow, and some of them not good clear uh, clearance on their windows, FaceTiming. Yes. Some of them using, uh, like, earbuds with a microphone, or they're holding their phone, talking into it with yeah. a speakerphone. But they're still concentrating too much on their phone. I've yeah. seen a couple of them. Uh, a lady almost slid into us. It was uh, me and, and the girl child coming mm -hmm. home from school. She almost slid into us because she took a corner to our curve, turned sure. too fast. She was talking on her phone yeah. in a place to where they hadn't plowed yet. Yeah. So the snow had been piled up there. Uh, I've seen people driving and texting, people not paying attention. Uh, the boy child and I almost got hit. Because a, a teenager, I guess, was speeding up the street and he didn't want to pay attention to the stop sign at the intersection. Mm. And he happened to see us and slammed on his brakes. And he was in the middle of the road, mm. like of the street. He slid. So we, if he was not in the middle of the road, we'd have been able to turn, but we had to wait. And this is the same night that one of our friend's yes. uh, cars had been smashed in the rear. Yeah, rear ended uh, with bad. That, uh, and a couple of those type of things. So drive slow. If you don't have to get out, don't get out. Bundle yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That simple, folks. Yep. Because we care. <laughs> We're here to help you in life. <laughs> How did we turn that into a rant? <laughs> that, again, that's a superpower. Oh. <laughs> well, um, what's new with you? What's new with me? Well, um, this week, we I have taken this approach with school that I am trying to be mindful of uh, what I'm doing in the classroom and what I'm doing beyond the classroom. And I've partnered with a friend who is just absolutely uh, crazy, super talented. And I said, look, I've got this idea. It's February. It's uh, Black History Month. Let's do something really cool. And so we've been able to partner together to create something that I'm incredibly proud of, uh, where we have uh, essentially celebrated Black History Month by putting out uh, sort of vignettes. Is that a good word? Does that work? That's a great word. I like it. Um, just basically kind of talking a little bit about some really cool moments from African American history. And that has been both draining as far as like mentally trying to make it all work at one time and really uh, gratifying too. So I, that's, that's what's new with me. I'm, I'm excited to do something new. I'm excited to do something that might, might reach a larger audience. And, um, it's just kind of neat to see those things come together. What, what's new with you? Well, those, I've seen a couple of those and they're really well put together. Yeah. Uh, well, really well written. Mm. Really, well, it's not you. a word. Yes. I know that you wrote them. Just give me a compliment. <laughs> so yeah, everybody's done a good job. on yeah. those. So those have yeah. Been been nice. Look forward to seeing more of those. I've been thinking about this. I don't I don't really have anything super cool that's new to me. I was able somehow to finish uh, a documentary on uh, one of those not a sponsor places. Mm -hmm. um, Prime. <laughs> they have some of the strangest ones. It, I don't even remember what it was called. It was about the Murder City Dolls, okay. which is a band that I may or may not have heard of. Okay. I don't remember. Mm. A couple of the people were in bigger bands or okay. at least played in them. So I don't know if they were, if this was a real band or if it was their side project. I don't remember. 
Is so it something that. that Jane should check out no, or Anthony? Nah. No. <laughs> no. I mean, okay. no, I wouldn't do that. Okay. Uh, but probably uh, as we're recording it again, uh, it's a little bit before lunchtime. So what's new with me is the first time ever I'm trying to make chicken and dressing. I love it. So for those of you that uh, are not from the Deep South and may not know what this is, uh, dressing is a traditional Thanksgiving dish. Mm -hmm. Cornbread dressing is made with cornbread mm -hmm. and spices and other things that go in this. Mm -hmm. um, and Thanksgiving is the only time that I've ever made dressing. Yes, we and don't I make love it yours. Any other time of the year. Yeah. Uh, for the past decade, at least, I've never made it alone. Uh, my, right. Our kids have always helped since as soon as they could sit on the counter, mm -hmm. they have helped because it's a very handsy process. <laughs> <laughs> you have to, it's better if you use your hands okay. to mix things up. Uh, so chicken and dressing, we've eaten it. We go to meat and threes, sure. they'll serve it there. Uh, instead of turkey and dressing, it's chicken and dressing and the chicken is combined in the dressing. Mm -hmm. So we've roasted off some chicken. We mixed up the dressing. We mixed it all together. It is currently baking while we're recording. And it smells so amazing. So shortly after uh, we're done here, we'll be ready to eat lunch. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. I hope it turns out. Maybe <laughs> this ends up being part of a semi-regular rotation. It makes a ton, so I don't know Yeah. how much it'll uh, stay in there. But, it, um, you know, the, the taste test before I started baking, it was were promising. Yeah, it's always so weird to me that you can taste dressing before you've baked it. Well, everything's cooked. Yeah. But you have to make sure the seasonings are right. right. Yeah. It's it one of those dishes. There are several dishes that are kind of weird because everything's cooked and you put it together and you cook it again. Yeah. Would that not overcook it? We had a baked spaghetti the other day, oh, yeah. which turned out really well. Yeah. That's the first time I've ever made that type of baked yeah. spaghetti. We didn't have all the ingredients for what is fine. We made it work. Yeah. Uh, but it's weird because basically you cook everything and while it's still hot, you're putting it together and mm -hmm. cooking it more. <laughs> Uh, dressing's a little bit different, yeah. but not much different with that. So, yeah, I'm hoping that turns out. Hopefully, it's like some of those meat and threes where we've gotten them before. Yeah. Uh, and that were tasty. So, I'll probably uh, make a little chicken gravy to be able to put on top of oh, it. Oh, good idea. I'm not sure about sides yet. but Okay. Yeah, that's what's uh, new with me right now. Hey, can I add an addendum to that? If you want to. Your... Your... Podcast was released. Um, you were a guest on a local podcast that uh, you got to tell some of your stories and talked a little bit about your life. So, yeah, from a professional standpoint, yeah. I've actually uh, the past week was on three podcasts. Three podcasts were released. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not right. all of them real podcasts. We have ours, <laughs> and the other one is released in a podcast form, but it is a, a presentation in yeah. Assembly Chapel, yeah, that we have almost every day. Every day now, COVID is kind of messed up with some of those. Mm -hmm. um, so I, they record when people speak, and so that one was released the same as the yeah. others. Yeah, well, week, I guess so. if that counts, then I was in two this week as well, this past week. Oh, because yours, you yeah, spoke, and or they got yours released. <laughs> so yeah, we're taking over the podcasting world. Oh boy, uh, one podcast at a time. There so, you go. Yeah, if you'd like us to be a guest on your podcast, <laughs> you can. Um, you can slide uh, into our DMs. You can hit us up. Yeah, you can email us. You can slide into our DMs, Ugh. which apparently may mean something I don't different. Know. I could be wrong. I it probably does. I said it to be funny. And good job. Uh, but yeah, you're probably hitting on people. But you can send us a DM if you want, and we'll just uh, send you to our manager to get all that stuff okay. worked out and scheduled for that. Very nice. But we'd be happy to do that. Which, sure. Again, we still don't know how to have guests on ours. I'm getting closer to figuring it out. Okay. I've done some reading. And uh, and then if we can get things uh, slowing down a little bit, we can do some tests okay. to see before and then start doing okay. that and maybe reach out to some bigger names, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to keep some of those things I'm secret for now. I'm nervous. <laughs> no, you, the only time that you really should be nervous and you have experienced this for at least 15 years. Okay. I'm going to say at least 15, maybe a little bit more. Okay. Not quite 20, probably 18. Okay. Is when you hear me say, hey, I got this idea. Oh. Because normally, you know what that means? You're We're gonna going get on hit. an adventure. <laughs> no, we did do that once. I don't know if we told that story. I thought about that yesterday <laughs> because we're already making plans for when we travel, if we're able to travel this summer, mm -hmm. about doing some other media projects uh, 
to preserve family history, but we will also have in-person guests because we'll be there Yeah, uh, on the podcast. I'm going to try to have uh, one of those. Uh, I'll tell you about it later. We'll save that. Okay. But I, it led me to thinking about a story at this time, and this will be the last thing we... Well, you can comment after this. <laughs> we were at my parents' house. This is uh, about 20 years ago, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit more. We're in the kitchen. I see a broom there. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, this will be funny. Mm-hmm. But I also didn't think you would do it. So I <laughs> picked up the broom. I handed it to you and said, hey, hit me with this. And I kind of showed you, you know, the back of my leg. I thought that you would just tap me. Like, yeah, I did it. Ha, ha, ha. No, <clears throat> you reared, reared back, back. Yep. and smacked me good yep. in the back of the leg. I went down on the floor. I'm dying laughing. You're laughing and <laughs> It did kind of hurt, but yeah. I... I'm laughing about that. My dad walks by and walks in. He's like, what's going on? Because he sees me in the floor. And he's like, and he probably's (laughs) like, she's holding a broom. I'm like, I told her to hit me with a broom. And she did it. Yeah. And he just kind of shook his head and said, well, you deserved it. And walked off. Yep. Good times. That was good times. So, yeah. Any, anything you want to add? No, no. I think you did it. All right. Well, as always... I've been Billy. And I've been Christine. And you've been listening to the Front Porch Sessions podcast. See ya.